What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got? So this has been a rumor for some time about airlines weighing their passengers, and I'm a little bit offended because I am on the fluffier side. I don't dig it. I don't dig it at all. What do you mean airlines weighing their passengers? What are you talking about? What airlines are doing that? So there's a new new thing that they want to do because apparently Americans are fat. We are very overweight. So they need to start... Um, they're, they're going to do like a survey. So they're saying that um, they want to weigh their passengers. I don't know how far this is actually going to go um, because the standard average passenger weighs more than they did before. So Right, so there's an amount of baggage then you can put on the mm-hmm. plane, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, yeah, they don't want you. the aircraft coming down and crashing because they're over the limit. I mean, look, I get it. Americans, we tend to be on the heftier side. Right. But imagine, okay, as a woman, I'm already, you know, I got issues with my weight and stuff because, you know, I've been trying to lose weight. I can't imagine getting weighed in front of people. I'm sure they're going to do it some type of way. But I don't know. I don't dig this. They're saying that, you know, as a passenger, you can decline this and that it's not just passengers. It's like crew and like, you know, uh, baggage is going to be handled differently. But I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about this. You're kind of saying, you, you know, you might. You might look a little heftier than the normal person. Come here. Let me weigh you. I don't know how this is going to work, but I don't dig it. I travel. I like to travel. And I don't know. This is yeah, weird. I, I, I don't think that's going to fly. I don't no. think that it's no. going to get there. Is that a there. pun? Is that a pun, George? If it was, yeah. it should have been intended. Yeah. No, it was intended. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen. Here's the thing, man. Like these companies have always looked for ways to get more dollars out of us Correct. from a variety mm-hmm. of different angles. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, more egregious than others. I remember, you know, years ago during the overall fuel shortage that we were dealing with. I believe during the Obama administration, airline companies told us they had to increase the prices because of the cost of fuel. Made sense, but when the fuel prices went down, those prices didn't follow. They were like, "Oh, we kind of like this." And they kept it. And so when I think about, you know, all the different things that people and companies are trying to do to recoup the losses from 2020, this sounds like one of those cockamamie ideas. Let's say, hey, let's tell people it's going to cost us more to fly Americans because they're heavier and then we can charge more. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. A scheme. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Seriously, you go to the airport. They weigh you like you're a piece of baggage. Because if it's over 50 pounds, now they're going to start overcharging you. You ever been at the counter when somebody's trying to unload their suitcase because they got to take three pounds out? They grab a pair of shoes and they put it in their backpack. Shoes are always the heaviest, people. Totally. I've done it. Totally. Now, could you imagine you walk up and they take a look at you and they go, all right, step on the scale. And you go, what's the deal? And they go, well, because you're 205, sir. We're going to have to charge you this much more because somebody of your height should really only be 182. So the delta in between what you weigh and what you're supposed to weigh, according to the CDC's BMI for someone like yourself, you got to pay the difference. That will never happen. No chance. Yeah, the BMI is trash anyway. It's trash only because it doesn't factor in that muscle's heavier than fat. You, so it doesn't even matter if they're all you know fit people. 
You don't have to be overweight to get snagged by this. You actually could be really, really fit. But because of that, you have a higher muscle density. You might still be considered, quote unquote, over the weight limit for that, for that company. Right. Like LZ, his muscle weighs more than, than, well, he doesn't have any fat. But you get the point. I do, yeah. too, have fat. It's all in my head. <laughs> uh, God, the yeah, guilt. I, I, God, I, I feel so bad. Oh, my God, you're weighing me. I look at my weight. I got to lose weight. Can I yeah, take my shoes off? It's never going to go. It's never going to be. But you know what, though? On the flip side, if these companies could actually trust Americans to do the right thing, maybe it won't have to be weighed in public. Maybe you could just say, hey, are you between this and this or between this and I that? I mean, okay. We lie on our damn uh, driver's license. Well, well that's we, what I'm saying. saying. That's what I'm saying. If we could trust, then you wouldn't have to be in public. But it's just like with the vaccinations. <laughs> you know people lying, saying they vaccinated and stuff so they don't have to wear masks. It's human nature. We try and get away with anything we can. We speed when we can. We go in through the outdoor if no one's looking. That's just what we do. Yeah. Right. Back in the old days, we used to put in 25 cents to the newspaper machine, take two tree newspapers, you know. I thought didn't, that was just me. Didn't, didn't we all do that? <laughs> <I> <laughs> all right. That's what and then you try to, to sell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right. So let's get to these calls. People have been waiting, uh, waiting for a long time. Uh, then I want to get to uh, who the most valuable player, not player, player is, and also who's got the most pressure on them. It could be a team. It could be an individual in this NBA playoffs coming up here shortly. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Uh, all right. Let's go to Jason and Downey. Jason, what is your observation on the Dodger dog? Well, first, let me get to your taquitos at a, at a gas station. That is Terrible. the worst choice here, right, Sedano? Especially Terrible. when they have that mocha green salsa. Yeah. Good God, awful. Yeah. It was awful. a terrible, and, terrible decision. Oh, yeah. And then when I, uh, when I recently went to Dodger Stadium, I thought people were tripping. I was ready to prove the wrong thing. Nah, Dodger Dog's always going to be the same. It was God awful. And this was even yeah, after man. I put all my fixings, all the relish, the onion. I put some mustard. I even put some of my fiancé's... Um, to, uh, her little Tabasco that she keeps in her pocket and in, in her bag, and Wait, it just—it yep. was not the same. I, I had yep. to pound my michelada just to get just to get it out, just you to get the to, taste out of my mouth. You mean to tell me your fiance actually carries hot sauce in her bag, swag? You better believe it, dog. You, got that, to. Yeah, you know what? Got I, to. You know what? That, that's that's a that's a nice one. You got you a real one right there, dog. Wait, hold up. I have a question. Is it Valentina or Tapatio? No, no, no. So, I heard me, Tabasco. Oh. Hmm. Well, see. Sometimes it varies because she's Filipina, but you know she's ah, okay. wearing a Mexicano, so it's Valentina. And then when some, if we could find a little one of Frank's, we got the Frank's, and we could find the Tabasco, we got the Tabasco. Oh, she we got is all a the real United one. Nations in that she bag. Is a real she's one. a real one. Yeah. Now if she pulls some guac out of that purse, then you're really doing something. Yeah, or some lumpia. Maybe when we're married. Yeah, it was awesome. Maybe when we're married. Then when you're Tabasco married, she steps it up. She's like holding back on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, you carry, yeah. if you carry hot sauce in your purse, and be honest here. Do you, like, occasionally when at a restaurant when there's lots of hot sauce bottles, do you, like, you know, just kind of, hey, I'll take this one? Like, maybe you might, like, sweeten lower sugar on the table. You know what I mean? No. 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 Yeah, we no. wouldn't no. You know, we We're don't not that ghetto, bro. No. No. no, we buy man. it. Oh, when man, I went to I New know. Orleans, they have the little Tabasco um, store. Yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah. 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 I love oh, it. Yeah. 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 But I, I also... Be, like, little but sometimes... Cap, do you I, take the do you take the shampoo bottles from the uh, from the does. hotel? I do, I do. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I do. Is that bad? Do you I mean, use them? 
I mean, if you use them, it's all. You know. Um, I keep them in like a. I'll take them and I'll put them in my toiletry bag because when if I'm going to travel, I'm like I just never know where I'm going to be, and I always want to make sure I've got these kinds of products. So. Just in case they don't yeah. have it when you get there. So I took them. You know. Yeah. Listen, do you? I've taken towels. Okay, so now now I don't take towels. I took towels because if I buy liquor and I can't drink it all, it's coming with me. I'm wrapping mm-hmm. it up. I'm checking the bag. Uh, that that full bottle is coming with me. I'm not leaving my Tito's mm-hmm. behind because I couldn't pound it through. New. No. Mm. They want you to take the rolls. <laughs> if y'all don't get that, I don't know. No. No. Frank. No. Frank. Frank is in L.A. Frank, what's up? How's it going, guys? Um, yeah, the Dodger dog is just a, a really long hot dog, and it's always been trash, my guys. Um, there's nothing really special about the Dodger dog. I'm Dodger blue and blue all the way through, but just Dodger dog is nothing special. So it's funny, Frank, that you say that, right? Because I was having this conversation with my wife who grew up here. You know, she's born and bred, Valley Girl, Northridge, et cetera. Does she have hot sauce in her bag? She uh, occasionally does, yes. Okay, um, right. it's, not an, it's not an always thing. Um, but the um, – you know, we were talking about this this weekend, and I was, and she was saying, "Oh, you know, I remember the commercials of Vince Scully and Farmer John, right?" And I'm like, "That's all this is. This is all about branding. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't about how good those dogs actually were." Exactly. The Dodger dog. Um, I grew up like, five minutes away from Dodger Stadium. Like, um, I would go there all the time, and I just never understood why people thought it was something special. Just, just a really long, regular hot dog. Because it had a cool name. It wasn't a hot dog. When you go to another ballpark. It's branding, it's a though, hot to dog. my point. Right, yeah. Right. When you go to another ballpark or, you know, stadium, you're like, yo, let's get a couple of hot dogs. But right. when you go to a Dodger game, you, you are very specific. Dog. And now yeah. Yeah. the fact that the Dodger dog has changed the actual Correct. dog itself. Yeah. I mean, people, I think, they think that it's a bad dog because it's not the old dog. Right. Right. Um, but, Frank, thank the you, buddy. The old dog is a bad dog. The old dog is a bad dog, too. Okay, so see, Bergman, Drop, Laura, sir. you guys Drop. are exaggerating. Goodbye, you, sir. You guys don't know. You just yeah. don't know. It's fine. I mean, the it's guy okay. literally grew up five minutes I, from Dodger I, Stadium. I don't care. Laura? No, he's wrong. Thank you. He's wrong. It, the mean, Dodger he, dog was a delicious hot dog. It, I'm sorry. You fell for the branding. No, just admit it's it. absolutely You not. fell for I Vince Scully. I don't like hot dogs. Vince Scully is a great... You don't like is, hot dogs, Sedano, Vin, so you don't Vin, get it. I don't like hot dogs, but Vince Scully is, is the greatest... Baseball play-by-play man ever, and he's also clearly the greatest salesman ever. Farmer John. Yep. There you go. He's the greatest. You fell for he's it. He's the greatest. You fell for it. You fell for they it. Were, That's what it is. All right, Art, let's go to Art real quick, and then we can switch gears here. Go ahead, Art. Hey, guys. Uh, so I, I went to the game last night. Uh, two Dodger dogs, no fixings, and they were just fine. I had, I had nachos with them. I had sliders with them. I had two Cokes. I was sober, uh, and it's a hot dog. They were just fine. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being a rational adult. I appreciate Irrational. That. Yes. You, it's you okay, are, Greg. It's I okay. Mean, the Dodger Laura... dog thing is a real thing. It's a real thing. I remember for – first of all, I don't eat hot dogs, generally speaking. So I right. had been visiting Dodger Stadium for years and yes. never had a dog. Right. Get on the show, keys all over. You got to eat a dog. I got to eat a dog. Right, right. So like, the fine. grilled one, right. But I got the steam one because I didn't know there were two. And I was like, it's just a dog. It's not even a great dog. Then I found out there were grilled dogs somewhere else within the facility. So I said, all right, fine. And so I went and got the grilled dog. And they're good. They're good. But is it good because it's grilled? 
It's better than the steam because it's grilled. Right, but, but, but that, the, the dog entire, is still the dog. But an entire paradigm of stadium food, it wasn't like one of those experiences where I was just like, oh my God. You know what, bro? Got to try this. Give me the ne- give me the helmet nachos all day. That's all I'm talking about. Oh, you I know what? Too, there is one so stadium food though that I am kind of like that about, and is weird as hell, but I don't care. Mm. The chicken sandwich over at LAFC at the bank. Oh, it's so good. I've it's had it. So damn good. It's delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. I mean, that thing. It, I mean, it's it's got your arteries can harden. Just by looking oh, at it, but it doesn't gosh. matter because it's so good. It's compare it so though. Good. Com- compare it for me because I haven't had it's it. It's huge, first of okay? all. Okay, but I want to know this: if I lined up for you the LAFC chicken sandwich versus Popeyes versus Chick Fil A, give me an order. No, well, Chick Fil A is third. Yeah, Chick Fil A is third. I would say. I mean, are we talking? Look, I mean, obviously the LAFC chicken sandwich is for- is big and it's going to cost way more money. Right. Um, but all things I- being equal. Mm. I like the fixings of the Banks yeah, chicken yeah. sandwich. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's like fancy. Yeah, it's, it's like a fancy yeah, chicken it's sandwich. It's so good, and the bread is yeah. good. It's delicious. It's delicious. It is delicious. That man. is a great call, LZ. That oh. might be the best stadium slash arena food in town. Is that chicken sandwich at LAFC? It's I'm so with good. You. I was sitting. I think it was me, Travis, and Key. I think we all went to the SC game together. And I bit into that chicken sandwich, and I didn't want to see the damn game. <laughs> I know it's it's delicious. I had it. I went for the, I went for a match a couple of years ago. I don't remember even who it was against anymore because the damn chicken sandwich was so good. Right, uh, I went there right. for the chicken sandwich, not for the game. So, what is the best stadium slash arena food you can get? One singular item: eight seven 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 ten ESPN. In the interim, Elsie Granderson. Yes, George Sedano. Who or what? It could be an individual player. It could be a team. Who has the most pressure on them in this playoffs for the NBA? Who has the most pressure on them in the NBA? You get I to think... choose either a team, a singular player, because I, 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 and if, I mean, I'll give you three, to be honest, but go ahead. Like, right. But I let you pick whatever you want. I think the team with the most pressure on them are the Nets. I think Ooh. the Brooklyn Nets have the most pressure on them out of anyone really? else in the okay. league. All right. Just have? because of those three guys. Well, because of everything. Yeah. You know, it is the rejection of being part of the Knicks, right? Who apparently are a good team now without right. you. Right. right. So there's that. There is the smack right. You're, talk. You, right. To your point, for those people that don't know, I mean, the Nets are the Clippers right. in, in New York. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Knicks are the – even when they're bad, they're, they're people are more interested in the Knicks – than, than the Nets generally. Now, nationally, clearly, there's interest in the Nets. Much like nationally, there was a lot of interest in the Clippers right. last year. Right, but not locally. And then there's also, you know, for those who don't know, the reports that the Knicks did aggressively go after KD and, Correct. and, 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 and Kyrie. C- Correct. And they opted to go to the Nets right. with a you know head coach that had never coached before in Steve yeah. Nash. Yeah. And they have really been kind of vocal. You know, yeah. in terms of James Harden saying he should be MVP, you know, Kyrie saying LeBron's basically is not clutch. I mean, the way they try to clown us in our building, you know, when they blew us out, but then when we went to their house and blew them out, they want to be all salty. Like, they want Bron. They don't want to beat the Lakers. They don't want to come out the East. All they want is to beat Bron in a series in the postseason. So if they don't get to the finals, because we will, then it's a failure. If they don't beat the Lakers in the finals, it's a failure. And more importantly, all that smack talk from those three 
whether vocal or nonverbal, uh, comes back to bite them. They're going to get clowned. All right, so Scott, let me get yours on the other side. I'll do mine on the other side. We'll get Greg and Laura's thoughts too as well on the other side. Who has the most pressure on them this playoffs? It could be a player. It could be a team. LZ went with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, also, what is the best singular item you can get at a stadium or arena here in L.A.? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're back in three minutes and 15 seconds. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So now LZ and Cap with you here. A little strange love by Depeche Mode. So people are chiming in. The garlic fries at Dodger Stadium are the best singular item you can get at a stadium or arena here in Southern California. Uh, people are weighing That's in on the hot call. dog. What's that? It's a good call. The garlic fries are delicious. They are good. Uh, they're, they're good. They're not on the chicken sandwich level, though. No, I agree. I, 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 I doesn't knock off the chicken sandwich at LAFC. And I know that not everybody's gone to LAFC, but if you haven't, you should just for that. I mean, just on top of that. the fact that they're fun. The matches are fun. But um, so there's that. But people are still weighing in on the hot dog. So Cisco Rock says, Farmer John has the best beef wieners and franks in town. I buy them to consume at home. The original Dodger dogs were great in taste and smell. And they have special spices that gave them their tasty flavor. Uh, Chris Camello says, I don't think it's about the hot dog itself. I honestly think it's about eating a hot dog and drinking a beer at Dodger Stadium, uh, the game experience in itself. So it's not about the brand as much. So he doesn't care about the brand. So it's pretty funny. There's actually some split here. Some people think you and Laura are exaggerating and Lindsay uh, are exaggerating about the hot dog. And others feel like you're right on. I just think it's the branding. You definitely got in the branding. On you, that, you know what? We're gonna have Travis Rogers on, and he's gonna tell you. Yeah, he, well, if you I trust, trust anybody Travis. about food, I trust Travis on food. Right, LZ, you trust Travis on food? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he's a foodologist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a foodologist. Um, Cap, are you there? Let me yeah, ask you this I'm not, question. Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm trusting Travis. I mean, I'm 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 giving consideration, but I don't know about trust. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Um, so you you trust your own taste buds before anyone right. else's? I, right. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so. LZ laid out his team that he felt, or, you know, it could be a team or a player, right, that he felt had the most pressure on them in this playoffs. Um, do you have a player or a team uh, that you think has the most pressure on them? Well, I like what LZ had to say about Brooklyn. I think that's a really smart answer. And I was thinking that I would come up with something smart, too, that would be less obvious. Like, I could make a compelling case for the Clippers, you know, especially after ducking the Lakers like we talked about yesterday and, you know, Ty Lu defiantly saying, no, we're resting our players and we don't care about other people's opinions. We have a strategy. I feel like I could make a case that the Clippers have the most pressure, but I don't really believe that, George. So here goes. It may be obvious. So I'm just going to say it. The player and the team with the most pressure in these playoffs is LeBron James and the Lakers. Okay. And, and I think that LeBron hustling back and his ankle not being right and then him having to take more time off and then coming back in these last two games and LeBron saying confidently, hey, we'll take on anybody, anywhere, anytime, doesn't matter what our seed is, I'm paraphrasing, but it's pretty close. I think that LeBron came back and put all this time and effort and energy into fixing his body because he knows that 
time is ticking, and he's got to win and can win if healthy and if AD's healthy. So for me, I know it seems obvious, and I feel like I can make a compelling case for other teams and players. LeBron and the Lakers have the most pressure of anybody going into these playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look, I wouldn't argue with you. He always has a semblance of pressure on him, right? Because if he doesn't win a championship, it's a failure. So uh, I wouldn't disagree with that, LZ. Like, I, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's very many wrong answers on this one. Like, I, I think yours and his are, are both pretty spot on. Well, here's, here's why I disagree with the LeBron. And it's simply about what happens if he doesn't win. What happens to his legacy? What happens to his narrative? If they don't win. Oh, here's what happens if he doesn't win. He's old. He's breaking down. Like, that's what you're going to get. Oh, people ain't saying that, man. Oh, I, what, I will bet <laughs> I you whatever you want that that is the narrative that's out there after that. I don't believe, based upon the fact that he was leading the MVP race before his ankle injury, that on the other side of the postseason is okay. he's now too old. Okay. That after just averaging 25 points a game. Look, I, I'm not saying it's what I would say. It's I, not what I, I would say. But, I mean, let's face it. But, you know, you, you're giving a lot of people in our industry way too much credit. No, I, what, what I want to do is is, is is separate the haters from, like, the thoughtful people. So I guess what I'm saying is the thoughtful people aren't going to go there. The haters have been saying stuff about him since his rookie year. So they're always going to pounce. They're always going to look for exactly. They were pouncing on him last year because it was in the bubble and like it wasn't a traditional setup as if we weren't in a pandemic or something. This was all LeBron's idea. So people are going to find reasons to hate on him and people are going to find reasons to hate on the Lakers regardless of the outcome. I'm talking about the people who are actually thoughtful. Right. And who's looking at it all through thoughtful eyes, not necessarily being LeBron fans or being Lakers fans, but being able to say, all right, they didn't win this year. You can't win every year, but damn, the guy is still good. Versus the Nets pulled themselves together for the sole purpose of winning a championship. They talked all this smack, and what happened? I think that group of guys have something to prove. I think the defending champions not being able to defend doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to hear thoughtful people say the Lakers are done. Well, you're right about people wanting to pounce. LZ, you'll appreciate this. I get on my Peloton this morning with my man Alex Toussaint, who's my favorite instructor. Shout out to Alex Toussaint and all the Peloton riders out there. And he winds up going into this whole thing about how happy he is that the Lakers are having to play in. So this is in the middle of a spin class on Peloton. He's going, hey, Lakers, I'm so glad you guys have to play in. I've been waiting for this. I can't wait to see you guys get bounced. And so... It is a very fashionable thing in other parts of the country to be anti-LeBron, to be anti-Laker. And I'm just making the case that because of the way he's, been, he, he's come back, he's essentially said that he didn't think that it was an accident, that somebody jumped on him on purpose. Um, the, the way AD came back and, and took some time and the fact that they lost their first two games back and then won their last two games, I'm just saying that you're right. The legacy isn't tarnished if they don't win, but the pressure is on to win as much as you can in the shortest period of time. That's my argument. That's true. That's true. He's under pressure because he doesn't have 10 more opportunities. At least I don't think. <laughs> At least not as number one. How about that? Right. Yeah. Not right. as the number one option. He doesn't have 10 more opportunities. So, so that is a, a certain amount of pressure that is very unique to him, him and Chris Paul. Maybe Carmelo, if you want to put his name in there in that category, though he's not the lead dog on that squad right now. So I, I'm going to go and uh, 
And I'm going to tell you who my guy is. And we touched on him briefly yesterday. Paul George. Paul George has so much pressure on him in the playoffs because, to your point, LZ, it's been a long time since we saw that kid in Indiana playing against LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, right? When he, when everyone said, oh, man, this kid's, you know, he's going to be here for a long time making, you know, creating a lot of problems, right, for a lot of people. And his – now, look, I think some of this was injury. Obviously, it didn't help him, right? And I think that some of it is his own doing, right? But mm-hmm. I think especially the embarrassment of last year and the way it went down – that, that one shot, right? That one <laughs> shot specifically we touched yeah. on yesterday off the side of the backboard. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there is a lot of reckoning that needs to be done there. And look, you know, we get criticized on this show because, you know, we tell people how we feel. And by the way, we do it. I, I mean, look, I get grief from Laker fans, from Clipper fans. I don't care. I'm just telling you how, what I think. You don't have to like it. Um, but I, I, I'm the only one on this show that has said eventually that whole Clipper curse thing is going to be over and they're going to get past whatever it is that they need to get past, and perhaps even win a championship. Like, it's going to happen because, as I mentioned yesterday, the Arizona Cardinals got to a Super Bowl and were one play away from winning a championship. The Clippers have always sucked. They have, Charles. I'm not disagreeing with that, but at some point or another, that stuff ends, okay? So, Tell tell that to the Lions fans. I've been waiting. Okay. Tell that to several generations of Red Sox fans that waited and waited. Same with Cubs fans, you know? They died, man. They died on that on that waiting for that change. Yeah. I mean it might happen. We may not be here to see. Are you are you ready to die for this, George? I mean, die for what? Like die that they'll eventually in my lifetime they may win a championship? Yeah. Yeah, Probably not gonna happen. And that's God willing, you live a nice, long, healthy life. You live into your nineties, you know, God willing. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do I think I, the Clippers I, I, are going to win a championship in 40, 30 or forty years? I mean, I mean, if I had to bet on it, I mean, they got a good owner, right? Like they're going to spend money. They're going to well, build a new arena. You, you might build a case for the Clippers as having the most pressure on them as more than any other organization. Although I think we'd have a hard time taking down the the Brooklyn side of the equation. But I think in terms of having never accomplished getting to the Western Conference Finals, again, kind of going into these playoffs looking like and I think we all kind of agreed on this yesterday, looking like they ducked the Lakers, and people had a variety mm-hmm. of reasons why that and was. I, yeah, yeah. So, so and, and, you know, you say in the next 40 years, okay, let, let's talk about the next two, three, four years, you know, of, of Kawhi Leonard, assuming he's still on this team. My point is, is that you might make the case that the Clippers have all the pressure because of what they've never been able to accomplish and the roster that they have and all that they've talked and their failures last year and the season that they had this year. I could just keep going. Yeah, they are under a lot of pressure, the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, they, they definitely are. There's no doubt about it. It just isn't local pressure. It's national pressure, right? Oh, like, no, I think it's local, too. You don't think it's don't, local, too, a little I, bit? I, I don't think it's local because I, don't, I think what people are expecting actually makes the, makes the job a little bit easier. Like, we're expecting them not to f- succeed. <laughs> That's, I mean, generally speaking, I would say if you walk around Los Angeles – and ask people, you know, do you expect the Clippers to be in the finals this year? I think by and large, people say no. No, but I'm saying, like, I, I think that – okay, let me answer this on the other side because we got to wrap, okay? Let me answer this on the other side because we got to wrap. And I do want to get Greg and Laura's thoughts on who they think has the most pressure on them uh, in these playoffs. 
I, I also, we, I'm sorry, I did not finish, I did not take the calls. I know there are a lot of people there, and I keep telling you I'm going to go back. And we did. We took them in the last segment, okay? Let's go. Uh, but we'll get back to the calls yeah. on this, who has the most pressure on them. Also, what is the best single item you can buy at an L.A. sporting event for as far as food is concerned? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Say he's just a friend, mm-hmm. but you say he's just a friend. Oh, All right, Tadano's cap got what I need. Uh, all right. Can I just so, tell you that I just watched this Bergman video of the hot dog eating at the Dodger game? Yeah. There was nothing, no chance. He, the, the dog had no chance against Bergman. Bergman's mind was made up long before the dog was ever bitten into. Are you saying Why? that he prematurely rejected a hot dog before he actually tasted it? Precisely what I'm saying. He was, yeah, he was, I could see that. Like he went, It's just confirmation bias. He was negative from the beginning. He's like, ah, they're trying to use the same wrapper it used to come in, but I already know it's not the same dog. I mean, there was negativity in advance. There wasn't open-mindedness and flexibility is what I'm seeing Mm-mm. when I look at the ESPN Los Angeles Twitter feed Mm-mm. and I see the video. That's what, I, that's what I'm receiving. That is not true because Thank I you. did not know, and it sucked. I've, everyone knew from me that the hot dog sucked. So, yes, Greg could be biased. Lindsay, think Travis, you. Now you're doing this. you know, all of it. <laughs> but I was like, it sucks. It mm-hmm. really genuinely sucks. I didn't know it had been changed, and it just genuinely sucks. It's not about being biased towards what I said or what people were saying. It just sucks. Okay, well, there's a lot of people that think you guys are just being drama kings and queens here. Okay, <laughs> They don't have taste buds. Okay, well, that's I mean, fine. Lindsay right, Patrick, starts off on. by saying she doesn't eat hot dogs. She starts I, I, off by, I don't eat meat. Yeah, so I, I will answer <laughs> the basket. We were talking, we're doing some basketball. LZ, if, if you want to, or, or if you guys want to rephrase the question, I, w- I want to go to the calls first, but just so we can tease people here in a second. We were talking about the teams have the most pressure, or teams or players that have most pressure on them. I said Paul George, and you said the Nets. Scott I said, um, you said LeBron? LeBron, specifically? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so just just to kind of put us where we were. But let me go to Patrick in L.A., who worked at Farmer John for this hot dog controversy here. Go ahead, Patrick. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Hey. Hey, Uh, You guys are the uh, inside the NBA of L.A. sports talk. Let me say that off the bat. Thank you. That's That's very kind of you. That's terrible. (laughs) Absolutely horrible. Uh, So, yeah, I uh, I worked at Farmer John during the summers, so I know it's in the Dodger dog. I actually used to pack them, uh, and it's an average dog, uh, but there still is the, the pull of childhood and, and going to Dodger Stadium and listening to Vin on the radio while we're watching mm-hmm. the game and having a dog. But now, I, I, I a quick anybody... question for you. Hold you on. Said, oh, sure. you, you said you know what's in the dog. So the same amount yeah. of crack chips in the Dodger dog of yesteryear that got us all addicted, that's still the same amount they're using today? I don't work there today. This was back way back in the eighties. <laughs> oh, okay. I worked there in the summer. Right. Okay. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. So you were you were going to say, sir? Go ahead. There's been there's been an enhancement, a very big enhancement. Oh, and it's called it's it's out in the left field uh, pavilion behind there. It's called King's Hawaiian, and they take pulled pork and they put it on top of the Dodger dog, and it is to die for. Okay. I mean, you put you could put pulled pork on a on a carrot, and it tastes delicious. It does so. taste delicious. There is that. Yes, there's no question <laughs> about true. that. I, I'm a pork lover. So, King's Hawaiian, guys. 
Okay. So, so right. So, but you, what you're saying is, just so I can reiterate, I want to make sure I am, uh, I'm not qualifying your comments incorrectly here. You are basically saying that Greg and Laura have fallen victims to great branding. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And you, and you worked at Farmer John. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it, Patrick. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Later, dude. So now what do you have to say for yourselves? Hold on. Now what do you have to say for yourselves? I'm still sticking to my story. The man worked at the damn place. He said that's a big part of it, but he didn't say it was all of it. So we are right. Why why do we have to believe what somebody that worked there has to say about our taste buds? There's a reason why he don't work there no more. Well, here. He didn't say your taste buds weren't right for you. He just simply said... Your mind is playing tricks on you. Correct. That's what he said. Yep. Now, I will say this. Laura, you complained about the current iteration of a Dodger dog before the story was really out about Farmer yes. John no longer being the farmer. So, Correct. So I, I will go with you found a difference. I'm saying that once people understood that the Dodger dog was a different dog, those that were loyal to the Dodger dog and the nostalgia that mm-hmm. went with it, they were not flexible in there and they were not open-minded. I mean, That's it. I can, I can understand where you're coming from, but I found a difference and I didn't know, but I feel like you still taste the difference whether you know or not. Right. Look, you have to realize, though, is that we've been going to these games for 30 years and eating mm-hmm. Dodger dogs for 30 years. You kind of have an idea of what a Dodger dog tastes like. Okay. So, to have them so the guy that works at the place doesn't have an idea is what he you're saying? He doesn't work there anymore, George. Or he used to for a long time, he, clearly. Yes, he used to work there. Yes. He does not work there now. And so, people don't like some people don't like them. And they didn't like them before. Okay. If you didn't like the Dodger dog before, why would you think it's going to be Because they're just now? a regular old hot dog, bro. Oh, oh please. You is just fell to the brand. Is it, is it at all possible, Greg and Laura, mm-hmm. that during the absence of 2020, your taste buds recalibrated without your knowledge? No. <laughs> is it possible? I mean, anything no, could be possible, I guess. A totally good question, especially given the last Did year yours? and the symptoms. <laughs> you, you, hear, you hear George back there, oh, God, they're just not understanding. No, it's just like it seems so silly that of course you're going to love something as a child. My wife falls for the same nonsense that you do. But it's like it's 30, my point. 37 years of my life. Right? She f- I'm telling you, my wife falls for the same nonsense you and Laura just fell for. Yeah. I used to love silver spoons. Not so much anymore. Right, you know? And Ricky Schroeder was very popular at one point. Now he's popular for different reasons. This now he's really, infamous. I, yeah. yeah. I really liked the Jason Bateman character back in the Silver Spoons days. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. People change. Maybe you guys, in the one year absence of 2020, your taste buds are just different. I mean, did Alfonso Ribeiro really change, though, from that time? Yes, he's, he has. I mean, he's, he's changed quite a bit, as a matter of fact. I mean, he went from being like the rich guy to a rich guy in Fresh Prince. Yeah. Briones is saying say you guys are fools, basically. That, you know, he it's just needs a hot to be dog quiet because he has not gone to Dodger Stadium. So, shush. Yeah. Basically. He's just saying you guys are fools. Uh, all right, let, let's go to Manuel and Gardena. Manuel, what's up? Oh, man, you guys are tripping, Sedano. I don't know what you guys are. A hot dog is a hot dog is a hot dog? Nah, dog. If you go to your grocer's freezer, there's only one Farmer John. There's only one Oscar Mayer. The rest are straight ass, homie. 
I do not want Whoa. any other hot dog. Okay? Can you tell the difference so, between the Atlantic I'm Ocean not, water and the Pacific Ocean water? Yes. That's a big, nah, man. You guys are <laughs> trying to play this off like it's no big deal. Nah, it's a big I'm deal, man. A hot it. dog is Listen, easy to mess I, I, up. I'm not, I'm not doing it, Manuel. The people who are calling in are saying something, including the guy who worked there. Well, I don't care about the guy who worked there. But everybody else, man, they are straight tripping. Now, let's get to the NBA Finals thing. Okay. The person with the most heat on their back. It's easy, man. Okay. It's James Hardened Arteries. All right? <laughs> First off, he forced his way out of Houston by being a fat boy. All right? Not <laughs> wanting to show up. Then... He never done anything in the playoffs for his whole career. Now he's with two made men, Kyrie and KD. So what you got, fat boy? Let's see. It's all or nothing for James Hardened Artery. Wow. Wow. All right, Manuel. Manuel, you should try Hebrew Nationals also, man. I mean, Oscar Mayer, you know, Farmer John, throw in a Hebrew Nat, man. Give it a shot. Hebrew Nationals are good. It's not trash. And I don't even like hot dogs, so there you go. My kids have them all the time. Um, yeah, look, James Harden is a good one, too. Now, if, if we had to rank the individual players that we were discussing here, Paul George, James Harden, and LeBron, if you had – I'll let Greg and Laura do this. Who, If those three, rank those three in an order, Greg. It's Paul George, mm-hmm. LeBron – and, and and James Harden. And Just James right Harden. now, those are the three Paul that we George. have on the tally. Paul George is first, James Harden, Harden second, second, LeBron third. Yep, yeah. same. Yeah. Same list. Harden's, yeah, oh, Harden's, God, we agree. <laughs> Harden, Harden's on the second because of the reason that he, he forced his way out to be on a super team, so he's definitely up there. Paul George has was supposed to be a was a superstar that was supposed to join Kawhi and become this great tandem, the two wing players. Having two great two-way wing players was supposed to be the greatest team ever and so they haven't done anything yet and you need to actually mm-hmm. do that this year so if the, i think he has the most i'm with you george yeah it's crazy george. i mean the, lz that the visions and i like paul george okay i have defended paul george on these airwaves okay contrary to many people's beliefs on here uh and that listen and that tweet me i, I lz would you say i have defended paul george more than anyone on this station certainly have to me that's for sure Okay, I, I like Paul George. I, 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 I want him to do well because I feel what happened to him last year was, uh, like, unconscionable. What, what to happened me. to him? What do you mean well, what, what happened what, to him? What transpired. What transpired, okay, yeah. was unconscionable. Like, if you would have told me, even, even going into the season, that that's the way it was going to end, I'd have been, no way. Like, get out of here. Like, you're out of your mind. Like, yeah, he, okay, they can lose, but not like that, you he know? He me with his criticism of Doc. His criticism Yeah, no, of he Doc. was wrong. Not, he not was, that Doc he can't was, be criticized. He absolutely he was could really be. Wrong. But it was Doc's criti- his criticism of Doc that really rubbed me the wrong yeah. way. All right, we got many more people weighing in on who has the most pressure on them this postseason. It could be a player. It could be a team. And what is the single greatest item you can buy at a L.A. sporting event as far as food is concerned. And Dodger Dog, have you tried it? What do you think? Are Greg and Laura being drama queens and kings? Uh, we'll have some of that on the other side. Plus, I want to get into the Dodgers. Speaking of the Dodgers, how about Albert Pujols? Oh, Let's do dude. a little of that on the other yeah. side. Sit down, LZ, cap with you here at 710 ESPN. Before we get into Albert Pujols, Brionis has tweeted in, 
says, you fools don't get it. What type of hot dog do the street vendors sell? Who cares what brand it is? The point is, they're the bomb. No one demands a Farmer John at 2 a.m., right? It's a hot, damn hot dog. He is right about that. It's different. Totally different. Tell him what to get to totally work. totally different? Get to work. Go to work, George. It's your boss <laughs> telling you. <laughs> no, when you, go, when you get out at 2 a.m., you're getting out of the club, you're getting out of a bar, you've had a lot of drinks when you've gotten out of there. You mm-hmm. don't care about any of that stuff. You're just like, oh, street dogs, and you grab one. Street dogs, yep. street tacos, you don't care. Just give it to me because I need to sober up. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that carries rice cakes in their car? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are, definitely. I do have a granola bar here. In there, but... there you go. <laughs> there you go. Ever since you told us about taking protein bars into movie theaters, I have all of a sudden kept a large collection of protein bars in my pantry. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just have this here so anywhere I go, I don't have to feel like I need to stop and get something to eat or eat something I don't want to. I'm just rocking protein bars wherever I go. Good advice, LZ. Thank yeah, you. I buy. I buy. That's the work in bulk all right? the time. The yeah. work's not going to the gym. The work is the nutrition and the diet part of it. Yeah, you Back. get that. You know, whatever your goals are becomes a hell of a lot easier. But you, yeah. you're not going to reach your goal if you hit the gym, but then you throw anything in your body. It right. just doesn't work that way. That was yeah, good advice got- about the protein bar in the movie theater. I'll tell you what was bad advice though. When you guys told me to stop carrying around my wallet with everything that I had in it and just, like, take your license and a card and that's it. Well, why don't you buy one of those little wallets that just put, like, has little slits for you to put cards in them? No, I did that, but it it still got bulky anyway, so I did exactly what you guys said. I took my driver's license. I took my debit card. I'm out and about. I go to Costco, right? I go to Costco. Costco Don't have the Costco card. Yeah. Cursed you guys. Well, no, you got it. That's where you're going to get the little wallet with just a few slits in it, and that's it. Or are you playing or you right. can plan better. Planning. But it was one of those things where I wasn't planning, and I was like, oh, good, Costco. Yeah, well, stop. that sounds like a you problem, not an yeah. us problem. Just get the so app, you, man. You don't if, need the card no more. Oh, really? That's true. Why did yeah. you just get an app? I don't need the card yeah. anymore. I just get the oh, app. Just don't download I feel the app. Dumb. I have the yeah. bed, bath, and body. Me too. Uh, you do? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what was very good last night? Albert Pools. He was pretty good last night. I mean, Greg, you were poo-pooing it, so man up right now. At, for, at the very least, he performed in the in the in his first moment. He got a hit and scored a run. I'm very happy that he added a you run. You sound to the so disappointed. Stop I'm not, it. You are disappointed. You, you I'm just so low. Look, you were like, there's no energy. Poo, nothing. There's nothing behind that. Look. You didn't say it with your chest. You said you. He got a hit and added to the score. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You really okay? Look, you really think that he's going to eventually become some amazing player this, throughout this year? No. First of all, he is an amazing player. No, no, no right? this year, right player. now, he is not anymore. At the, this moment, right now, he's going to have a couple good games throughout the rest of the season. But that's all you need. Yeah, yeah it's I look free. fine. It's look, free. It's, it's better. Free. Yeah, and it's yeah. better than Luke Rayleigh, and it's better than Sheldon right. Noisy. Exactly. Yeah, fine. Yes. I'm cool with it. That's but about you as were poo pooing him. So just say you're sorry to Albert. Poo him. You did. When you were like, what do we need? Albert Pujols. You don't need Albert Pujols. What, 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 show me the tape on where any of that happened. I, I mean, you said, said it off the it. air, really, but it's fine. But you did say it. We all, all heard said, it. So. I said all, off the air on Twitter. All I wrote was, I don't fully get this one. And that was well, it. Right. But, but, but you, you said it off the air that you don't think it was worth bringing him in. We never had that conversation. But we either. did. We did. We did. But you know what? Here's the thing. When we all looked at it on the surface, we thought to ourselves, well, why would they pick up Albert Pujols 
He's never going to really play. What's he going to just be a bat off the bench when Pinch you're making hitter? a pitching yeah. change? Right. Okay. Yeah. But then here's what happens. And I played think a lot of people. Yesterday. Right. But it's, it's not just that Pujols played first base. It's that everybody rotated like they were playing a volleyball game. Yeah. Max Muncy moved from first to second. Gavin yeah. Lux moved from second to short. Right. I mean, if, if you don't have the versatility of Muncy who can play second, yes. then, you, then, then Pujols isn't really worth much to you. But given the Seager injury yeah. and the ability for other guys to play other positions, all of a sudden we're outsmarted by a, a, a much smarter baseball man. Right. But, but here's what I will say, Cap. And If you look at the Dodgers the last several years, one of their strongest assets has been their versatility, being able to move guys around to different positions. Muncy, to me, that's very impressive. You know, you think a first baseman is not necessarily being the most no, athletic guys on the yeah. field. That's, no, that's no. impressive. It's even more impressive when you consider that just not too long ago, he was basically out the league. Yeah. So, so not only is he versatile to your point, Cap, He's an important member of a World Series winning franchise, and he was basically being run out of the league before Andrew Friedman brought him in. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. And to me, he's kind of the attitude of the team. I know you might think Mookie Betts because he's kind of a flashy star and he's an MVP. Or maybe you thought Seager because he was World Series MVP or Bellinger MVP before that, or maybe even Turner. But I just think that Muncie, a couple years ago, the whole thing with Baumgartner and, and, you know, kind of, well, don't pitch to me or, or, you know, don't let me hit bombs into McCovey Cove. I mean, just to me, Muncie's kind of the attitude of the team. Yeah, Yeah, he's part of that for sure, and it was nice to beat. Madison Bumgarner yesterday too. Let's go to the phones. Oscar and Downey. Oscar, what is the what is the food item that you can get in LA Arena or Stadium that is the the thing for you? It's not a food item. Uh, I actually heard the question wrong. But the best thing you could buy at a at a game is the experience to you share with your loved ones and your friends. Oh, that's very nice. It is true. I would agree with that. Yeah. And then, but do you and like? Also too, do you like uh, anything at the stadium? I waited. I waited. I waited 31 minutes to call in about the Dodger dog. I was there on Saturday. Me and my wife had COVID last year in September. My wife has hasn't got her taste and smell back, and she tasted that dog on Saturday, and she said it was trash, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did your wife literally just say, "I didn't fight COVID for this mess"? Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> wow. there, there is a big difference. There is a big difference on the taste. Yeah, uh, Oscar, do you think you should take her to Acapulco and maybe she'll get her taste back there? Like if you get her some, you know, get her some drinks there. You know, <laughs> get a taste uh, of something else too. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I've been there before. The I know you and the wife have a have, have, you know, you have think, a night out. Do you think I would do well? Do my people show up there too? Oh, they would. Yeah, they would. Okay. But 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 you're 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 uh you're cool with us though, so like you could get it either way, you know, whatever. You oh, okay, oh, you can get it either way, Elsie. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> I like the way you plot for me. Thank yeah. you, Oscar. Hey, Appreciate both it. Yeah. All right, Offense Oscar. and defense. Let's go to Art in L.A. who knows an employee at Dodger Stadium. This is fascinating. Go ahead, Art. Uh, well, my name is Kevin Lazar. Um, I do know an employee that worked there, and I also used to work there a couple of years ago. So there is a big difference in the hot dogs. Okay. Now, um, what did you say your name was, Kevin? Kevin, yeah, Kevin Lazar. Oh, Kevin Lazar. Greg, why did you call him Art on my on this screen? Right, so nickname. I, I don't know, um, but they always – all the callers give them their name. I repeat the name back to them. They say mm-hmm. yes, and then I go now for it. Did that happen, Kevin? 
Did he repeat the name oh, back uh, to you? He probably he probably had, but I probably wasn't listening. I pay okay, okay, that's fair. That's fine. That's fine. I like the honesty. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Okay. So you're saying not you're saying that your your friend who's an employee at Dodger Stadium is is not a my, fan of the dogs, the new dogs. Well, actually, well, actually, my dad works at Dodger Stadium, and he he don't want to actually make the dogs, but since COVID, he haven't really made the hot dogs since oh. then. So it's a big difference, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you, bud. Let me sneak in one more because um, I'm already broken the clock. Jane Camarillo. Uh, Jane, now what? what is – yours is yeah. a dessert? Uh, there is a soft, warm, gooey, chocolatey chocolate chip cookie at the Coliseum. You can buy either a cup or a bucket of these things, and oh, oh they are so I didn't know where good. that was going. I mean, you sold me at Bucket. There you go. That's <laughs> Before the USC football games, they would sell this bucket of warm, soft, gooey chocolate chip cookies, mm. and they are amazing. Warm, I soft, love, and gooey. I love how she says it. I know. Yeah. I, no, the description. You sold really me on warm, good. soft, and gooey, and then bucket. Like those I need three a cigarette. Things. Yeah. <laughs> I need a cigarette. <laughs> and Greg and Laura are correct. The I was at Dodger Stadium Thanks, on girl. Sunday, and those hot dogs are sad. They're not mm. good. Okay. The Dodger dogs sad were dogs. so amazing, and the new ones are just not good. They're you know, sad. Jane, yeah. considering the, your description of the cookie at the Coliseum, I may be changing my mind just on your description. But thank you, Jane. Appreciate Aww, the time. Thank you. Uh, have thank a good you so night. much. You guys are great. Thank you. Sad Appreciate it. Right. We'll mm. keep taking more of your calls at 877-710-ESPN. Who has the most pressure on them this playoffs? And the single item that you can get at a stadium or arena in L.A. that you need to eat, like those gooey soft chocolate chip cookies in the bucket at the Coliseum. Or if you have an update on the Dodger Dog, feel free. 877-710-ESPN. We're back in three minutes. Sedato, LZ, and Cap. 710-ESPN.